0: This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Lux Living Collective, a natural living business where Maddie will educate and inspire customers to a healthier way of living by cutting toxins out of the home. Join Lux Living Collective today. Give her a follow on Instagram. Right, let's get into it. This is Two Mug Punters. Over to you, fellas.
1: Okay, and welcome to episode three of two month punters the podcast made by punters for well everyone my name's Frizy, and joining me via zoom i have mitchy gazman
0: alice gaz hey traveling yeah good mate i'm um, excited for this weekend we've got group one racing back we've got uh ballarat jumps we've got footy finals It's all happening yes how are you feeling well, before we get to how I'm feeling, I just want to give you a
1: big, big shout out. He's exceptional last week. Last week. You were very exceptional.
0: $35, $35 pop. I did have a lot of messages yeah. uh, about a great tip. Uh, yeah. You yes. in the quaddy. Yes. 13 grand.
1: 13K. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest, my um, inbox was flooded um, on Saturday afternoon late saturday afternoon Big viral getting up in the last league yeah just got there as well did, and we didn't did, have the other thing so well, skyman we didn't have that AS9, so yeah, that um yeah no i did definitely get a lot of text messages and uh inboxes through facebook and and the like so yep. oh it's, it's lovely that the listeners got on um, Absolutely. and had a nice collect someone even sent me a screenshot of their best so yes um yeah and that particular person was 1800 they they went above and beyond yeah, i think because we had scratchings Jesus. there was some scratchings in there so i think they just took those numbers out and kept That's rolling fine. with it yeah. but uh, just go with it just and back,
0: got back in the two mug punter and got
1: more about. percent so um you know fantastic um hopefully we get a few more people on board and uh, if you're one of those people that got the quarter you owe us a share on uh, facebook when we post this episode up yeah. all right
0: we've praised ourselves enough
1: Yep. Uh, let's get into the first segment they in the gate So, uh, Gaz, what's your in the gates moment?
0: My in the gates, yeah, as I said before Just the, the big weekend of racing Group 1 racing is back in Victoria At the wing stakes last week, yeah. obviously Very elegant Knocked off Yeah, just uh, Just But more one go. very good win um, Yeah, big weekend, racing group 1 back Jumps races at Ballarat on Sunday. You know, I love my jumps racing. You
1: love your jumps racing. Love it,
0: love it. Uh, Footy finals, your Ds are playing against Brisbane, I think. What a win
1: after the siren.
0: Maxi Gorn. Maxi Gorn. Never in doubt. The bald-headed devil. And uh, Sunday, the Bombers hopefully knock off the doggies again. What's your in the gates? My in the gates is the COVID situation. Now, I know
1: that's a little bit political to be speaking on a punting podcast. but. Um, I did see that some racing clubs were talking about balloting members. Yep. Um, and provided that they've had their vaccination. If you've vaccination, been jammed. get vaccinated
0: yep. so we can go back to the races.
1: Exactly right. I've had my first vaccination and yep. I've got my second one in a couple of weeks. I'm getting
0: my first one next week. And
1: I'll be honest, the only reason I'm getting it is so we can get back to normal. Correct. I can get back to the footy. I can get back to the races. Yep. And hopefully get life as normal, so I'm excited, but a little bit nervous about that because I would hate to think that we're going to miss the entire spring with no crowds at all. Correct. All right, so what we're looking at uh, this weekend, we've got Caulfield, the rail in the true position, which is fantastic, currently a soft five, but a um, little bit of showers around tomorrow. So I think good four or five, depending on what we get tomorrow, um, but it's going to be an even playing field for um, Saturday at Caulfield. Race one is a twenty four hundred meter handicap.
0: Yeah, I really like Mahamadeus again here. I tipped it last week. You love them. that horse. Yeah, I do. I won the Werribee Cup. It's close to my heart. It's yeah, it's close 30, to my 30, heart. 30, baby. <laughs> Close to my heart. I like him. It gets uh, Josh Richards on board with the three kilo claim. Got held up last start a little bit. Twenty four hundred meters came home really nice. Fourth, as I said um, small field will be good for him I think he can just sit there and uh, charge home for a win not sure about Turidan the favourite yeah. don't know if he sees out 2,000 metres or
1: 2,400 he yes. sees out 2,000 but that's sorry yes
0: sees yeah. out 2,000 don't know about 2,400
1: though okay so for me Turidan he nearly got Hosier and you know that we both love that horse yes he also beat home go to line who won won on Sandown on Wednesday at Sandown oh, just gosh. got the bobbing.
0: I backed it didn't um,
1: I did actually good. Um, and it ran very, very well. I'm going to keep on a really, really good note. Yep. Um, and I think turret and Gate 1, Box seats. provided it runs 2,400, I think it'll win. All right. All right. Glad race to 2, the 1,100-meter benchmark, 78.
0: Very good race, this. Mm. I went down to the bottom of the order here and, like, dirty thoughts. Uh, yeah. Likes the distance. Doesn't win. A lot compared to some of the other winners here. Yeah. Um, just thinking the a run race, she'll be leading, you know, thereabouts with deep speed. It'll be on the speed, yeah. Can kick along. Obviously, the danger is going to be deep speed. Zora's dream. will tip the other week. Um, probably gets too far back in this race. I think it'll be a fast run race. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, but happy to go with Dirty Thoughts here.
1: Okay. So, for me, I like the Gouch. Goes really nice first up. So, it's had three goes and win two placings. It won first up last prep at Caulfield and it bet a horse by the name of Pintoff, who obviously that won. Win? Yeah. Was that two weeks ago? Three yeah, weeks ago?
0: Was that the one that I said uh, yeah, I was going to was... win and you said, no, yeah, don't worry I, about it? I
1: brushed you off. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I think. He will be very hard to beat. Um, I did love Deep Speed's run last time yep. um, when it was one, one and a half lengths off Miss Albania. I thought that was a really good run at Flemington.
0: They're all over our Alwyn's spirit here too.
1: And another one, um, Deep Speed, gate one, will be on speed, has claim Madison Lloyd. So that's I can see that's a danger, yep. um, but I do like the gouch in that race. Very good. Okay,
0: bad beat of the week. God, son
1: of a bitch!
0: Uh Bad Beat of the Week was me, to start with, in the tipping comp.
1: Yes. Shout, out to,
0: shout out to Nicole, Nicole Gogan, who also tipped, he's exceptional. Yeah. Oh, I tipped it as well. Yeah. She pushed me over, the. the, the she won.
1: Yeah, she just bet you.
0: Yep. Uh, well, I had two, I had two Bad Beats of the Week. Yeah. Geelong, what the hell were they doing last week? Well,
1: let's be honest, we're very, very thankful that that's the case, because now the Demons are on top. Yes. And we've got the Brizzy Bears. It's a good segue to your bad beat of the yeah, week. Yeah, my bad beat of the week, sticking with the football thing... Yes. ...is the Western Bulldogs. cool So, in front, majority of the night on Friday. Yep. And then Port got them late, but the only reason...
0: Port should have more, The
1: only reason they didn't hold on to the fourth spot was the timekeeper in the Lions game against the Eagles... Stop, forgot to press the time button back on, delayed 24 seconds of the clock, and that's exactly when they kicked the winning point to get above them. When they, zo-
0: when they zoomed the camera into his box, he had his Brisbane Lions jumper on underneath.
1: Yeah, he had the scarf yeah, and, and yeah. everything. But I know uh, Cameron kicked the goal after the siren and, and, and their percentage is a bit higher than um, the doggies, but the winning point that got them into fourth was only because of the timekeeper's error. Yeah, poor doggy supporters. And who's I'm, now been
0: made redundant?
1: I know that they're playing your bombers, and I can see through the Zoom link that you've got an Essendon jumper on as well, representing. Correct. Yep. Um, maybe we'll get you to post a selfie of that onto the Instagram for yeah. the, for the will uh, that. for the followers we have. Absolutely. Um, doggy supporters very stiff, and they got your mob who are absolutely flying at Humming the moment. Coming along. Absolutely flying at the moment. All right, race three is a 1,400-meter benchmark 90.
0: I'm with the three here, Lunicorn, for Jamie Carr, uh, the Friedman Brothers training here. Uh, First up in February, over 1,400-meters, finished third in a group two, beaten one and a half lengths behind Rich Hips, who was going well enough to be competitive in Group 1 races. Tailed off last campaign, but has a good first-up record. Yeah. Um, danger's obviously Churath, who tipped a few weeks ago. Yeah. And Galgani, but I'm happy to go with Lunicorn here at around the $10 mark. So,
1: my notes for this race. Churath has done absolutely nothing wrong. Maddie Raymond has that horse going absolutely superbly. Yes. Um, at $2.15, again, not overly keen. Um, Anavisto... First yes. up goes all right. First up, admittingly it's first up runs have been in lower grade races because obviously it was just building its rating. So it can only beat what it's put in. Uh, I like Betty Malum going on board, but again, I think 370 $2.15, Lunicorn, like you spoke about 10 to one. Uh, it's just too difficult for me to have a play in the race. I do
0: see it ran at uh, Adelaide last up. You, you know what I think about Adelaide? Yeah, yeah. we,
1: yeah, yeah, we don't rate it very highly. Um, but, Like I said, too hard for me to play in that particular one. All right, race four is the McNeil Stakes, the 1,200 metres group three event.
0: For the three-year-olds, we'll give another shout-out to Steve Frankel here. His horse, Lightsaber, goes around again. Good luck, Steve. Good luck. I will just give him a a slight talking to because ride last time wasn't great. (laughs) That's... Yes. wasn't great. We're not here to pop jockeys. It Can wasn't... we
1: just say, we have to say the words luckless. Yes. Okay, because we do love our jockeys and the racing Correct. cards that we got going, fantastic. And jockeys I appreciate been, them too. Jockeys yeah. been getting involved. A hundred percent. So let's say luckless, shit right.
0: <laughs> Correct, yeah. But I think this time, $21, I'd be happy to get on you know, around the place bet. We don't okay. support place bet only, but
1: oh, one by threes are
0: okay. Yeah, that's one fine. By but I'm a uh, am with General Bow here. Yeah. Uh, last start second to ingratiating, who I rate very highly. Um, I just think he's a good horse and he'll win this race.
1: Yeah, so I think General Bow will have the advantage in terms of where it will be sitting in the run. Yep. It will be sitting um towards the front, and you know the dangers Artorias will be back. Lightsaber will probably roll forward, but again, I'm pretty worried that it might get trapped. Um, considering it's got gate eight, here's one left field for you. Zareel, okay, number six, Trent, um, Bussard and Natalie Younghorse. Good combination. They expected it to win first up at CNR and it got backed for an absolute heap. It has a nom in the Caulfield Ginnings, a two million dollar race. It also has a throwaway nom in the Cox plate, okay. Now. I know it's forty-one dollars and seven dollars fifty at the moment. It will drift. You'll get fifty dollars plus. I'm telling the listeners now, fifty to one. Have a little bet each way on this horse because I think last time Mr. Kick went back, got caught in the ruck, didn't ever travel in the run. Yep. Complete forgive. It's gone to Caulfield, um, gate five. Froggy knew it on board. It will sit in a very nice position, and at 50-1, to you'll get a real good run for your
0: money. Can I just jump on there, too, and just say, new season three-year-olds, they either sort of taper off or they come on a bit. Yeah. A few of them first up carrying big weights. Mm -hmm. It is a chance at $41 to actually do something. I reckon
1: we'll get 50 on the day as well. Yep, cool. Okay.
0: Um, What caught your eye this week, Mitch? Uh, Last week, we spoke about Javo. Yes. (laughs) Wearing the big number, 69 for India. They needed him the other day. Rolled for 78. Yes. Jimmy Anderson, who needs a walking frame to get around, took three for six. Yes. And England and, England and none for 120.
1: Yes. And just to um, inform the listeners, we do record this on a Thursday um, evening, the podcast. So if you're looking at it and England have had a collapse on <laughs> Friday, they're all like at And you're listening to this on a Saturday <laughs> morning, please note we are going off um, Thursday evening's scores. Okay, my what caught my eye this week, there was a horse in America called Bold and Bossy. Oh. Now she dropped the jockey in Alice Park and escaped the race course and was running along the freeway. Now there was film there was footage of her.
0: As in on the road.
1: As in on the actual freeway where cars are going hundred kilometers per hour. Escaped <laughs> uninjured. Uninjured.
0: Right. So right? We got home safely.
1: And this was on a Saturday. Okay. Got home, obviously, big Saturday, went home Sunday. Obviously, quiet in the barn. Chilling out, relaxing. Sunday night. A few beers. The barn catches on fire. That it was in. That it was in. (laughs) But guess what? Did it get out? It escaped again. Oh. So, this horse, when they actually can keep the jockey on, if it can escape those two
0: things... It can do anything. It can do anything. Imagine how
1: quick it can escape the gates. (laughs) It will be six lengths in front... When there's 50, after 100 metres. After 100 metres, it'll be six lengths in front just because of the way it escapes. Okay, uh, let's move on. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was a big... In the, uh, okay. Off, sorry. Race 5 is the Group 3 Heath States over 1,100.
0: I don't have much to say here bar talking about Master Crusader. Uh, just boomed last campaign. Yeah, I'm slightly concerned about the big weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you noted to me, off air, that he's only given away a few kilos to... Those below him, yeah, um, who aren't that great at the moment. Do I don't you want? Think. Do you want me to just take over here and just let's, pump into this
1: horse? You can. So, Mask I have my slight concerns. That's all. Mask Crusader. It's only giving away five kilos five kilograms to a horse like Kilkani Royale, who, let's be honest, it's a handicap horse. Yep. Oxy Road, up and comer, only giving one and a half kilos. This we're talking about a horse that won a William Reed... It ran second in a TJ, and first up, it's only giving away a few kilograms to, let's be honest, these are up-and-coming horses. This is the real deal, this horse. He is the real deal. He is a genuine Group 1 star, and he'll win another Group 1 this spring, and I'll tell you what.
0: Are you saying get on now or wait till the day?
1: Well, if you use a boost and you can get $2, it's more than a fair price. I've got him going through absolutely everything. Yep. I think he, gate 10 is the only concern that I have, gate 10. Obviously, the outside draw, second outside draw. But I think John McNeil, slot in, whatever the pace is doing, if the, if there's no pace in the race, we'll go right forward, be right on the speed. If there is extreme pace, we'll slot in, and we will run over the top of them in race number five. Race six is the Group 3 Cockrum states over 1,200.
0: I am gonna have an each way gamble here, and as you know, my each way gambles from last week, he's exceptional, have gone not terribly. It paid
1: well and that was the first leg of the Quaddy Two. Correct. Sorry. So
0: I'm gonna go with one here. Paul's yeah. Paul's regret. Yeah. Number eight, um, ran second to Probabil, who's the favorite, uh, on the sixth of Feb this mm-hmm. year. He's paying $13. Second up record is very good. Likes the distance and Although probability is a very good horse, I do like Paul's regret. So yeah, I'm going to go there each way. So
1: for me, oh, my notes were what a tough start to the Quaddy. and after getting a thirteen thousand dollar quaddy this week, I've kindly handed the baton over to you. Thank you, and I will get it too. Oh, so. Yeah, so just let's hope you're still alive. You sound going, confident. There is. <laughs> let's hope you're still alive going into the second leg. All right, around the grounds.
0: All right, I'm going to Kembla Grange here, mm-hmm. which is somewhere in New South Wales because they're going everywhere here. Yeah. Race 10, uh, number 13, Yee Anyway. Yee Yee. Yee Chris Waller, James MacDonald, 4 Laws 50. Get on. You like it? I love it. Okay. I love it. What have you got for around the ground?
1: Okay, so one that we spoke about um, a little bit earlier in one of the earlier episodes. Yep. Me um, and Oh, yes. So, Kiramar, Dave Eustace, we told the listeners, throw it in your black book. It ran second to Diagula. Yes. In, it was the last race, and I remember you had it in the Quaddy It was 51. we to did, one. yes. You had it in the Quaddy. and if that had got up, the Quaddy would have paid absolutely huge. So, it's gone up to Sydney, um, and that run was off basically a year off. It's gone up to 2,000, which it's going to relish heavy ground. Not concerned about that because it's had three goes on a soft, two wins and a placing. admittedly it failed on a heavy, um, but that was before it went out to the paddock when it was still in um, the UK.
0: Yep. It's
1: going really well. they are gone up there, obviously, to get a bit of a softer track, soft race. And I mean, in a ben- benchmark 78. The soft kill. I think it will be winning. The other one that I did throw or thought about um, putting in my around the grounds is Royal Zell. Yes. So, I mean, that is a class horse, and it's running in a benchmark 72. $2.25, I thought it was a little bit short, um, but that was definitely one of the other ones that I considered for my around-the-grounds bet. Okay, race seven back at Caulfield is a 1,700-meter listed Heatherly Stakes.
0: Very good race, this one. Very competitive. Uh, I've gone down to number 12 here, Bartholomew Diaz, who's in very good form. Uh, second up's a big tick. Beat High Stranger convincingly first up. Yeah. Uh, 1,700 metres is a big tick. Tear Nugent's in form. Very good jockey. Um, and I like it here. Very hard race to tip. I think there's a few other good, you know, Charlie tr- Rose coming back. No effort agains in good form. Um, but I'm going with Bartholomew Diaz.
1: Yeah, so I've got here... An interesting race. You've got a Melbourne Cup winner, obviously in Vow and Declare. Yep. You have an Oaks winner slash Mooney Valley Cup winner, Miami Bound. Is Vow
0: and Declare just past it, Do you reckon?
1: Oh, no. I think it's, it's obviously going into another prep to try and get into the magical race. But yep. then you've got Angel of Truth that nearly won the Lawrence um, last start, where it ran second to Sierra Sue, who's running in the Group 1 um, later or in the next race. Yep. So I just, and then you know, you've got no, the horses horse like No Effort that just keeps running well in those open handicap yep. sort of races. So really difficult to line. You've got classier horses that are fresh or on the way up versus those horses that are rock hard fit. At 1700, I don't know, I don't really know how you line them up. Um, so that's why I'm not playing. If I had to have a play, I would be on Angel of Truth because I thought was really, really good first up. I know it can be flat second up, but the run that it gave last time against Sierra Sioux I thought was very, very impressive. Yep. Yeah, it's $5. I I can see why people would be playing each way on that one. All right, race eight, the main race. Group one, Menti States, 1,400 metres.
0: We're back. Group one racing is back. How I've the group ones? Oh, just the bee's knees. The bee's knees. I've gone with number seven, Aegon here. Uh, come over from New Zealand recently. Uh... <laughs> Won the Group 2 Hobartville Stakes, ran in the round of ran six. Uh, first start record, two from two, mm. 1,400 metres, two from two. The last okay. two starts ran three lengths and one length behind Mawonga in Group 1 races. And Mawonga came out and won last week in the Group 1, yeah, over 1,400 metres as well. So I'm going with that at around the $7 mark. So one of my favourite horses is in this race, Tafane.
1: She Ooh. is an absolute gem. And when she won her group one, her first group one, because she won two when she was in Queensland, when she won her first one, she was about $14. And I had a very nice collect on her.
0: She went out for a raid.
1: Now, I know this is a little bit, I think you will say nitpicking, but normally it's either thrown out in the paddock. And then basically it has three weeks between the runs. It's currently nine weeks. But obviously the horse would be going well. Moroni wouldn't be putting it in otherwise. Wouldn't be putting it in a group one. But in a group one, you need to have absolutely everything go your way. You need everything going your way to win or run very, very well in a group one. So that's why I'm weary. I think she'll probably win if she's right. Yep. Um, The other one I wanted to mention, Streets of Avalon. I'm not jumping off him okay, because he pulled up lame last start to the point where he had to get a vet clearance to be able to race again. So went pretty hard in front, pulled up sore. So bit of a forgive run last time. Don't jump off at 20 to 1. Make sure you're having a little saver on him as well. Okay, before we get into our next section of the Pineapple Challenge, I just want to introduce the new concept that we are going to run from next week onwards.
0: Yes. So, it's exciting. we are opening up the email, which is... 2mugputters at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram as well, 2mugputters underscore. So, we are opening up the Pineapple
1: Challenge for people to email or message in. Opening the lines. And you can challenge either one. So, you can challenge Gaz or you can challenge myself. And if you beat us, so with your $50 spend, if you get a higher profit than what we do, we will send a six-pack your way. Or yep. if it's female, bottle of wine bottle of your choice. Wine. Absolutely. That's reasonable. Yep. You can't come out and say you want a Penfolds nineteen yep. ninety five, But a reasonable choice, then you can definitely
0: send us a message and you can go about it. What's your pineapple challenge? I've gone $25 the win on Agon. Yeah. In the uh in the main race there. And uh twenty five dollars been on Lunicorn in race three at the ten dollar mark there. We'll get a nice collect.
1: Okay, for me, keep it simple this week. I was pretty stiff last week. My best bet got scratched. Yeah. Sugartown. So for me, keeping it simple, fifty a win, Mars crusader, take it to the bank, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, money in the bank. I love that sound of money. Do you love money? I love money, especially when it drops. Okay. Race nine, last race, is a fourteen hundred meter handicap. Get
0: out stakes. I've gone down the bottom again here. I really like Imperial Glad here. Uh second behind Elephant the other week. It was very impressive. You tipped yeah, that one, I think. I uh, did, yeah. Um hard to beat. He'll be there about all day. Gets the claim, so he's not fifty two and a half kilos, which is very, very bugger all weight. Yeah. Uh thirteen dollar mark. I'm happy to go there. Ayrton's obviously the horse to beat. Yeah. Um gone away for a holiday, come back. I'm going with Imperial Lad. So,
1: Ayrton, I've heard um, Mick Price talk about this horse. Not completely wound up, but wouldn't be surprised if it wins just on pure class. I think, you know, lastly of the quarter, you want to be going wide um, because I think there is a number of horses that can definitely win. Grandswell, was pretty keen to play last week. He's back around him because Frosty got on off to ride um, Sovereign Award, which. Literally, the first 600 metres was breaking the track record, and then the last 600 metres, I think Boeing would have beaten it. Jumbo. So, grandswell Frosty back on board. I'm keen to make sure that he's included in the quaddy, but I won't be having a bet in the race just because I think it's a little bit too up in the air of how you line them up sort of thing. Okay, it's time for the final furlong. They head down to the final furlong. Mitch, what's your back What's your best of the
0: weekend? I've gone with all sports here. Yeah. I really like Essendon to beat the Bulldogs on Sunday. $2.50 you can get for them. We knocked them off the other week. We're flying into a final series. Bulldogs are not going so well. $2.50 is a really good bet, I think. I
1: think I say this every time. A lot of our listeners, Bulldog supporters, yep. love the doggies. I've had a little dig at them this week, but I was saying that they were pretty unlucky. Yep. I feel like you jump on the bandwagon to just whack them while they're down.
0: That's fine. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm aggressive. My
1: back at Mask Crusader, for reasons mentioned, for basically yeah. 25% of this podcast, we've been talking about Mars Crusader. Do you want to say the M word? Is it the M word? No, I okay. don't say that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mugs Multi was over to me this week. Oh, yes, it is. So M-word. I have gone Geelong to win. So I think they'll beat Port Adelaide. They were pretty good last week, except for the last quarter. And I yep. think they just put the queue in the rough, try to play it safe. They won't do that against Port Adelaide next week. They've learned from their mistakes. Into Mars Crusader to win, into the Gouch, just to run a place, because yep. obviously you were keen on a couple in that as well. If you use one of the boosts or you use the power play, you'll get close to $9. I think very, very good odds. Quaddy, what do you got for 40 us? Quaddie
0: numbers. Uh, race one, I've gone one, two, and eight yeah race two i've gone two five seven nine ten and twelve mm-hmm. race three two seven ten eleven and twelve Yep. and race four I've, oh sorry the leg four one ten eleven twelve fifteen and for fifty dollars you get ten percent but i think the bigger spend will be better because i reckon you can get some value in the later legs of the cordy
1: now we said this last week when we were talking about forty two dollars i said i know there's a lot of numbers Forty-two dollars. Yeah, I said you'll double your money.
0: What percentage <laughs> did you get at that quality, brother?
1: I had fifteen percent. That's
0: but a very good collect.
1: Let's just say the wife and I enjoyed a very nice glass of red, and I may have had a couple of scotches as well. Um, but what I was trying to say, ten percent of a Saturday quality, provided you get a little bit of value, that's yep, all you need. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Which always belongs out there? As always, here at Two Mug Punters. Responsible gambling, only bet what you can afford to lose. But best of luck this weekend and we hope you get a winner. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already.
0: Happy punting.